Was that November? It was so long ago. It was a long time ago. Guys, it was our last episode. Thanks for, we're so sorry. Yeah, thanks for waiting um, out for this. Yeah. Um, we're back in your we're living back, room. We're back. We have friends here that are completely silent right now. You're allowed to laugh. No, but th- we haven't said anything funny. So that's No, I know. It. I'm just letting <laughs> them know. Because there's some newbies here. Right. But there's no beer. That would have helped. I should have gotten no, some. I, right. I made a mistake. Um, guys, big news and you had to be there. World. I like forgot that was the name of this podcast. Yeah, or like, the name. I honestly the name of the didn't podcast even remember had to that be there. we had a name for this podcast mm-hmm. that wasn't Nikki and Sarah Live. Yeah. Um, um, big news. Uh, I'm moving to LA. Sarah in like three days. Moving in three days. <laughs> well, Sunday. This is today is a Wednesday. But we might still do one more out of here if you come back at the end of the month. Yeah, we could. Yeah. Out of this particular out of this, We're not stopping the, the podcast. No. We're not it's we're just gonna do it when we're together in the same city. And I when think we that's can. enough. And you know what? Guess what? Radio Lab, one of my favorite podcasts, they just like put it out whenever they want to and no one complains. Yeah, man. You don't need to you, know? you can just do your own thing. Yeah. That's what we're gonna you know, do. Uh uh We're not gonna force I'm it. I think of an example. Um of a band that like reunites every once in a while. Oh yeah, they Fleetwood just like Mac. I don't know. Sure, the Spin, spin Doctors. Doctors. We're like the Spin Doctors. You I've know? always said we're the Spin Doctors of podcasting. You know, they just keep going on a reunion tour. You yeah. Know? Um. No, we'll we'll do it when we do it. Um. And it'll make it all the quality over quantity. Sure. From here on out. And we'll have such good stories to tell. Mm-hmm. Catching up. I have four things saved up in my brain right now. You can remember four things at once just in yeah. your brain? Yeah. Four things that's saved a up good, in my brain. That's that a I good memory. You want to get, let's, can I start with number two? Mm-hmm. I don't want, we're skipping one. Okay. I have a feeling one wasn't as strong as you thought. <laughs> one is strong. I'm just kidding. The, the we'll make it number two now. About. Trick me. Well, first, <laughs> I don't just, know your order. I move, we're just, a, I'm moving to LA. Yeah. Uh, uh, by choice, I'm not being forced to move out there. Um, I have some stuff lined up that's not anything real yet, but it's you know some. You've been deported from I've, New York. I've been deported from New York. I've had a little bit of a, a issue with uh, stalking someone. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, no. I mean, we Sky and I basically. It makes are sense. Just like I saw it coming. Yeah, I think. Uh, in your 20s, New York is amazing, and then in your 30s, it starts to wear you down, and then you realize you want to be somewhere warm and um, more yeah. convenient. You start to get New York face. Yeah, I have it. And, and, and like, you know, so many of our friends live out there. My family is, you know, gradually all migrating to Arizona now, and, like, it just makes sense. It's, it's the right move it's for me. It's such a good move. And I went out there and I had some meetings and you know I'm I'm it's good. I mean there's more work there. You went to like some AA business. meetings. I went to some Yeah, and I I've been, real, I've been working those meetings if you know. What I mean. <laughs> um, you know, I just pre- pretend to be um a recovering alcoholic and <laughs> and then I give people my card. I I'm assuming that's how Hollywood works. You have works. cards still. Yeah, yeah, Vistaprint. Um, <laughs> <laughs> remember Vistaprint? I just saw a commercial for that. And oh, I was like, yeah. oh, wow, they're still going strong. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, no, I think it's the right move. And, um, you know, there's just more stuff going on out there. Uh, and, and there's stuff still going on in, in New York. And I t- when I first was trying to decide, I was talking to my manager about it. And he was like, because he just moved there from being in New York for a long time. And he was like, you know, you're going to work in both places, most likely, if you're lucky. And um, you just need to decide where you want your home base to be. And that that hit me because I was like, I don't want it to be in New York anymore. Good. I have no romance left for this place. That's awesome. I'm so fucking tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> what are you not gonna miss miss the most? Um, just a crushing difficulty that everything of transit, is. transit of like, okay, when you leave in the morning, you have to plan Bring your everything. entire day around what you can carry. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm I'm not that strong, and so it's very <laughs> limiting. And, uh, and you know, laundry. And, like, even when you're making money here, you still feel broke. Yeah. You know, to really live large in New York, you have to be a billionaire. I mean, yeah, like, in, that's true. You know, so the richest people I've ever that come into true. contact with, their house was amazing, and it was fucking huge. Just an apartment. Uh-huh. Um, but it probably wasn't any bigger square footage than a yeah. house that, my, you know, my sister has. God, I can't wait to see what you're going to find you know, in L.A. to live in. I'm sure it won't be extravagant, but, but uh, my goal is a two-bedroom. Yeah. You know, like I could have an extra bedroom. You'll have a... So that Scott can go in A living room toys. to do a cartwheel in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I've been looking just... I haven't found a place. I'm crashing on people's couches, and Scott's going to come out later. I haven't even... Started. You're right about the carrying thing. I was... Um, the other night, I couldn't sleep, and I was Googling to try to find a... I was e-shopping to find a perfect backpack, and I was, like, jerking off to these backpacks, just <laughs> like, I could fucking carry so much shit. <laughs> I do, yeah. I couldn't decide on one, but it was, like, it was like porn for me, and now they're all on the banner. Like, every website I go to, oh, there's yeah. backpacks, that and I'm just like, oh, I remember you from the other night. Yeah, I was doing the same thing, looking for a nice backpack, and... Uh, I can't find one. And then I realized, after ordering one, that it was about 12 inches smaller than... it. Oh, well, I thought it was going to be. Right. And, like, I realized it's hard to shop for a backpack or, online because or you're looking at it and you're like, that looks perfect. And you get it. It's either too big or too small or yeah. cheap, you know, whatever. But <laughs> that's the plan. Well, my plan is yeah. to find a backpack. You find a backpack. And then I'm going to uh, stay here for as long <laughs> as that thing lasts. While I reinvent myself. <laughs> I'm going to dye my hair blonde and get big tits and then, um, like, fake ones. And then... um. I mean, I don't know how else I would get them <laughs> at this point. It, it, puberty's over, but um, and then I'm gonna, you know, go so out you were. To the I clubs. was just in LA too, and you said you went on meetings and you felt good about those because mm-hmm. if I was going out there to be like, am I gonna move here based on the meetings I had? I'd be like, no, I'm gonna go hang myself yeah. in my hotel room, <laughs> which is what I wanted to do. Yeah. I had to cancel a lot of them because my face hurt from fake smiling. <laughs> and being excited I was getting, about my life. I was getting tired. It's because you go in the way you do these meetings, and they're in the beginning when you're just you know getting there. They're called generals. You know, you go in and you just meet the people, and it's like, who are you? What what are you about? This is what we're about. Let's work together. It's a first maybe. date. It, yeah, you're. It's like yeah. you know, small talk, and you have you, you got to pitch yourself. You you have small talk first. You like yeah. talk about whatever. Like on the way Mine here. Mine was moving to LA. We had the uh-huh. whole. We basically just had the conversation uh, that we that just had. we just had. Yeah. yeah, I've gotten really good at it. I've got all my lines down. Uh-huh. Um, but and then you, after the small talk, you get into. So what's your deal? Uh, what uh, tell me about yourself? Yeah, 
And then you, Nikki, tells me about and herself. And then I, I overshare. And then I my self-hatred starts coming out, which isn't good when you're pitching yourself to like no. a place. Like I start being like, well, it's not that big of a deal. And I don't even know what I'm really doing in this business. And I, there are some days I just want to go back to St. Louis and become a school teacher. But, you know, and then like there's like, you know, the, the head of HBO staring across at me like, what am I wasting? I just want to get to lunch. Yeah. I just feel like it's they're just doing it to be nice. Mm-hmm. And my agents send me on it so that they can be like, we sent her on a meeting. Mm-hmm. And so I snapped the third day in LA and I canceled everything. Yeah. And they called me like damage control. Like, are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm not okay. I can't do this shit anymore. I'm tired of being a little mm-hmm. puppet. I, I don't have anything to pitch. I just go into these meetings and I'm just like talking a mile a minute and they don't seem to care and I don't care. And I, I'm, and I just, I get my parking validated and then I leave and then that's it. <laughs> and I, I snapped, I couldn't do it anymore. And, um, and so I started turning them down and, and then, um, and that felt worse, sadly. Well, so I don't know you what gotta the, look at it differently. You gotta look at it as when you have nothing to pitch them. What is the fucking point? Opening the door. It's called cracking the door. So then, when you do have the idea, it's open and you can go through it. Yeah, but they know the, you now. That's the point, and you have to do it. Yeah. I mean, I half the meetings I had they were with people that I have no interest me. in working with. Yeah. But it was just I got good at it. Right. You know. A lot of it was like daytime syndicated stuff. And I was like, what is the point of this? Right. I don't want to make the next Steve Harvey show because that show is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love that show. I've watched a lot of it since our show got canceled. Is it good? He is. I've always loved he's, him. He's so entertaining. Yeah. He is so fucking. I want to make a super cut of just him reacting to crazy white ladies that say things. Yeah. Just being him being like looking in the camera and being like, bing, 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 like blinking. Oh, he, he already does it on Family Feud, but on his show, yeah. he does it like it's, it's times a million. It's just like him unleashed on this show. He's so fucking funny. I love him. Scott loves it too. We watch I it like together. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, a lot of the meetings, it's like, what is the point of this? But then stuff happens and you don't even yeah you're you know, right like then three weeks later you get a call and it's like, like well, they, the they now thought of space. you for something yeah you know yeah for an assistant position yeah in their office <laughs> like literally that's i feel like i'm ready to just throw in the towel some days this it just has been it's hard like because the it was weird for me when the show got canceled. I was like going through, I was in the middle of a breakup. So I really didn't feel it. I was just like, whatever, like add on to the misery. And then it started, then when you told me you were going to LA, that was really like, like it's like, oh good. It was a healthy, like the show was a healthy breakup. But then suddenly your boyfriend is dating someone else. Like that was you telling me you moved to LA. And I was just like, <gasps> like, oh my God, she found someone new and like, we're really done. Like it's really over. And that's why you sent me an email being like, I'm moving to LA. Let's keep doing the podcast. But I read, I'm moving to LA. Let's cancel the podcast. It's never happening again. So I started telling people that the podcast was over. Cause I didn't, I didn't read the rest of your email. Like I, I did start read it. getting messages from people, fans. Oh yeah. Who are like, I just, Nikki just told me the podcast is over and I'm furious. Yeah. And they're blaming me. And they're like, why the fuck are you no, doing it was this? Me. And I'm like, I was in a bad I never place. said that. And I'm like, so I think I, you. And I'm like, Nikki, what are you telling people? I was telling people it was over. It's not. <laughs> and then if you read my email, it's I say, I definitely don't want to end the podcast. Honestly, it made me going back and reading the e- the initial email made me realize how fucking crazy I can be. <laughs> and how I can, like literally it was if you would have asked me to like do your best recreation of that email, it would have been like a moving to LA 
it was fun working with I you. I want you to bye, die. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, I wasn't mad at you or anything, but it really was like, it, it, you know, this is over. And I just, I jumped to that conclusion and I just rolled with it. And then I went back and read your email and I was like, this couldn't have been more like nice and kind and like, let's continue. Like, and I, as soon as I read your email, I was like, yes, it makes sense for her to go to LA. That's, and I, part of me was probably a little jealous because I'm like, should I go there? Like, fuck, what the fuck am I doing? Because a big part of our normal. show, to me, felt like, and and this is me just being completely honest, was like, you are you kill it in meetings. I would, like, go with you to meet, like, p- to pitch the show, and I would just be like, Sarah? And then you would fucking sell it, and I'd say, like, a couple funny quips here and there. But you're, ultimately, you're you, you, had the, you, you had the you had the you had the vision and everything, and I feel like what, I need I I need someone else to help me do anything. I don't know how to do anything no. on my own. Like I feel like I you're my training wheels, and well, I cannot ride that now, bike. And you better not put new training wheels on. No, that's my advice to you. I need to get a good helmet. Not, I would say because <laughs> I don't fall a lot. Use your friends. Use your friends and the people you date as your support, but you should do something alone next. Yeah, French Try lessons. to do something. Learn another language <laughs> by yourself with no help. Just watch French television. Just, oh, God. Subtitles off. That seems very daunting. Try to immerse yourself in something. <laughs> no. No, I'm serious. Try to do something alone, even if it's something small. Yeah. From start a- to finish, you do it by yourself. I and almost wrote a tweet by myself the other day. You almost what? Wrote a tweet by myself the other day. <laughs> it's all, it, you got to start somewhere. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. It, it, like, I, I had this whole daunting thing of like, you got to do another show and it's got, but you can do small things. It's like in Dumbo and I'm not re- re- comparing you to an elephant in any way other than uh, how You mean the part of Brooklyn? Uh, yeah, Dumbo. It's in, just like in Dumbo. It's just like in Dumbo where apartments are really expensive. <laughs> no, um, in the, in the movie, in the Disney film Dumbo. <laughs> The whole time he's got this feather in his hat and he thinks he needs it to fly and then he has to fly without it. And then he flies. I don't remember that part of Dumbo at all. And then his mom all. dies. Is that a- <laughs> Dumbo's oh my God. mom. That, I'm getting teary-eyed. That movie will Dumbo make you Dumbo has got to be one of the cutest characters ever. So, so, so fucking cute. cute. And so sad. You know what? I'm going to get a Dumbo um, stuffed animal because I've been like craving a stuffed animal in my life. Is a, good idea. a Dumbo t-shirt. Mm-hmm. That might send the wrong message to my therapist yeah. when I wear that in. Just um, explain to the metaphor I just <laughs> gave you and then she'll be like, give me her number. If I start wearing a Dumbo t-shirt around town, I'd be worried. But maybe get a stuffed animal. Make it like to an ironic Dumbo t-shirt. Oh, right, right. Um, yeah. Okay. So you're my feather and I can fly without you. That's what I'm saying. I think you need yeah. to cry so that you will see. Yeah. It's like masturbating. I just can't do it alone. Mm. <laughs> I have to have someone like, you know, you know. cheering me on. Right. I'm like from across the room, creepily yeah. looking Even at you. On the phone. You can I do mean, it, Nikki. I'm literally like, I don't masturbate because I feel stupid doing stuff on my own. I'm like, you don't know what you're doing. But like, if someone is like, do this, like on the phone, then I can do it. So you just need to be like, I know that's like a... So you need me to call you next time. Earpiece when I go into meetings. Like your Patty Stanger on. Have you been watching Millionaire Matchmaker? Yes. I've been watching so much TV. I I can't wait to ask you about The Bachelor. Oh, I stopped watching it. uh, Did you really? I wrote a piece about it. I know you did. I I felt sick and I had to stop watching it. Um, It's a big change in my life. I know. Because I've been watching it and I'm like, there's, I bet she's secretly watching it. She's just not writing about it. It made me unhappy. 
I watched TV to feel good. Yeah. And it started making me feel why? bad. Why did it start? I mean, I, I, I read You can the read the thing I wrote. Uh, but in summation. In, in summation, I just felt um, some of the joy was taken away because of that whole thing with Elon, the producer of The Bachelor, and his whole thing with Diane, that mm. airplane thing that happened on Thanksgiving, which if you're anyone that pays attention to Twitter and stuff, you probably heard about this. But it was a hoax. And he has been a hoaxer for a while. He's done things like this, and then to find out he's the producer of The Bachelor made me feel gross because not because I think The Bachelor's real, right? But I thought that it was. I didn't think it was someone trying to be funny. You know, like I feel like he's the, the a girl got really drunk on the second episode, and there's a point where you see Elon, like the third, the fourth wall is broken, mm-hmm. and you see him, and he's trying to get her not to leave the hotel with no shoes on. And she's out of her mind. Mm-hmm. And he has this little, like, snir- smirk on his face. And he's either thinking this is great TV or... Which it was. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but I just felt like, I think he hired his friend to come be on the show and get drunk on the first episode to to kind of bring the drama. And it made me not trust the show anymore. And I thought... I used to think they just put a bunch of crazies and we got to make fun of it. Right. But I didn't, I never thought, oh, this is a comedy that has been scripted for me and I think I'm the one making the jokes, but really the joke is on me. And that made me mad. And so, and also I don't like Juan Pablo after his anti gay comments. Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to like him after that. Well, it's like I, the comparison I made is when Tom Cruise acted too crazy in the media. I can no longer enjoy him as an actor because all I'm thinking is how fucking yeah, that insane was a great he analogy. is. I thought that you made. And now that Juan Pablo has made a homophobic comment, so I don't boring. think boring. But and that's they so all noth- yeah. They're all boring and they should be so that we can project our own desires onto them and paint our picture. Uh, yes. I have thought about this have more to. than is normal. Yeah. God, I want to talk to you about it so badly because it's good. I'm sorry. It's getting good. I'm sorry. I watch a lot of other programs. Yeah. You've been watching Millionaire Matchmaker? Oh, on and off. It's just been on. I've seen it. Yeah. And uh, I don't like... It's gotten really ridiculous. They're not even millionaires anymore. Well, I know. They literally will take They're anyone like, now. Okay, if you include his 401k, he's at yeah. 9.98. Let's put him on the show. <laughs> if you include the value of potentially what he might he, inherit from his great aunt, right, he's right. a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> It's all uh, when she's in the new office and like and the new assistants are really weird. They're like beautiful actor type people, which doesn't make sense. And I mean, because Patty's so nasty, you you know she looked better when she had you know the the weirdos next to her, her weirdo assistants. Yeah, but now she just looks. I mean, I'm not one to call a woman ugly, but she's so ugly on the inside. Oh, I think she she looks really hot this season. She looks really beautiful. It's her. It's. I would think she was a beautiful person if she was a, if she was nice. But she's a fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she has some points. I do think she has some good points. No but sex until monogamy. Yeah, you know? but that's that's where that's it. Like I ever followed that. But... <laughs> oh. we, we're gonna hey. have sex soon. I promise. Um. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. The other thing I wanted to talk about. Number two. This was number one. Okay, number one. Beyonce. Her the, new oh album. Yeah, the, I, I've been wanting to hear your take on it. I've only, I, I've only gotten into two songs. I get 
choked up when I'm listening to it. I love it so fucking much, and all I love her. I love all. There's one song I don't like. Pretty hurts. I think that song is ridiculous. Yeah. But um, I get what she's doing. But it's like, come on. <laughs> it hurts worse when you're ugly. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> trust me. I know it's. I know it's hard, and I know being a beauty queen is hard. But trust me. <laughs> um, studies have shown. No, I fucking love it. I love that she is a married woman singing and about sex in such a sexual way and it's hot and she's like owning it and it's not boring you know and and even if it's fake even if her and jay-z never even look at each other Mm -hmm. which i don't believe um i even if it's all just a fantasy i like the fantasy she's you know that elon from the bachelor produced that album and now it's over (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if that wouldn't stop me from loving it no Um, i love it what is your favorite song Oh, it depends. Uh, sometimes it's no angel because it's just such a. If you listen on big speakers, you gotta listen to it on big speakers. Oh, you've always been a big proponent. We listen of to the speakers. it. Uh, Scott and I went to Hawaii with some friends, and yeah. I the whole week was jonesing to listen to it because I hadn't in a while, and I felt like um, I missed her. And um, <laughs> so we he he had hadn't heard. You know, the friend center was like, let's. Why don't we listen to it in the car? And it just had a good sound system in the car. And we just blasted it driving around Hawaii at night. And I was like, ah, it's so good. And like they, everyone loved it. And these are people who aren't fans of Beyonce. And I was like, it's her best album ever. It is deep. It's like textured. It's rich and like fun and hot as shit. I mean, damn. Her, that Grammy's performance. Oh my god! And the, the video for Drunken Love, I cannot stop watching it. It's so all the videos. It's so are good, great. and I love the way because Beyonce. It's always you watch her dance, and you're like, "Well, I'll never do anything like that's yeah. like impossible to even fathom mm-hmm. moving like that." But like the way she dances in Drunken Love on the beach, it's she's it's, drunk. It's like oh, I could do that. Yeah, I could dance. That's how I would dance yeah. to the song. Yeah. I wouldn't look as good doing it, but like she's just kind of and bopping you could around tell in the. The voices of Jay Z and her that they this is a song That's, that was fun for them and yeah. like they're laughing and smiling like you can tell by the oh, sound of the they voice. They're so cute in that fucking video. It's and amazing. on the Grammys they were adorable. They I were. mean I'm sorry but damn like it's nice to see a a woman who's married, married. and and committed uh, like just showing that it's like not the it's not over it's like only gets better Isn't- and like. There one lyric where she's like blowing him in the back of a car, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Driver, don't want to see Yonce on her knees or something yeah, like that." Yeah, there's so many. Let me sit this ass down on you. Rocket is the fucking sexiest song I've ever heard. It's about squirting. It's, it's about, about squirting? squirting. I know it. I mean, it's like, um, it's describing <laughs> Jay Z bringing her to. Uh, female ejaculation. I, no, it's all like let me. Um, it's like keep going until my water falls. I mean, because <gasps> that is what it's like. It's just like oh <laughs> my god. And like I mean, we've talked about it on the podcast before. It's yeah, part of my stand up. But I'm just saying, I relate. Um, <laughs> and uh, and also, um, <laughs> blow is also a great song. It's all it's all about her getting her pussy eaten out by Jay Z. Shut up. It's so fucking good. It's, I didn't know it's this. Like, I can't wait to get home so you can turn my cherry out, turn my cherry out, turn my cherry out. It's so fucking good. Oh. That's great. And the video for that one's great too. It um, is like hot. 
Yeah, it's like really cool. Like it's roller skate eighties style, and like they have this weird, like almost stop motion like way of dancing. That's like fucking. Her cool. body is just. It's insane. It, I, I don't think she... I can't believe she can fit in sex or anything else in her life. Music, the way her body looks. She must be working out all the time. I think she time. works out, but she, to me, seems like... I know when we're seeing on TV, you know, she's probably very thin. Yeah. Um, But she's got a body. I mean, she's not, like, amazing. No, she's, she's not, not Julie amazing. Rancic, no. Which we'll Speaking get to in a minute. Um. <laughs> Let's just get to it because I am blood boiling. All right. So yesterday, Nikki texts me. I get a text yesterday from my friend Amy, (laughs) and she's like, they stole your bit. And she sends me a clip from her watching E! E News. News. And it's Juliana Rancic on the red carpet, and she's at the Grammys, and she's touching celebrities, and there's a touch counter and a same ding, sound effect, ding, Anthony. Ding, the editor ding, who did it same, is here. Yeah, the, the editor ding, who... Same exact ding. And a touch count. It says, what does it say? It touch, says touches. Touch yeah, touches. Touch, yeah, and it, it dings. And she's, you know, trying to get them as they go away. So, she's touching Kevin Hart's face. Oh, like, it was so, it was so bad. And she's not funny, so it's not done in, like, a comic way. That's what well, made it really the hard way, for me to watch. Okay, so all we saw at first was just a small clip of it. Yeah. So I didn't know how they'd set it up. I mean, I was, like, fucking furious. And then I yeah. I basically got up. I had a red eye last night. Got up at, like, noon. Turned on E just <sighs> to see. And it, the episode came on. And I was, like... I'm DVRing it right I'm now. I'm DVRing it. I don't know if this is a new episode. I don't understand how E works. I'm, like, trying to find a video of it online. I didn't know if this was news yeah. that they had just figured out today. <laughs> you know, like I don't know yeah, you don't how up to show. date this shit is. I don't know if it's like CNN where it's constantly, you know. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was a repeat of last night's E News. Mm-hmm. And uh it came on. And the setup they did which Ugh. even made me even more angry because they were trying to sneak it in as something different. Yes. They're like, we noticed that Juliana touches a lot of celebrities and she's like, apparently I do. And I'm she like, she touches them so much. <laughs> Clearly, they had planned this whole Bitch, thing from before the Grammys. You, because you're obviously trying to touch them yeah. during the thing. You're doing. You, it's not as obvious as us, like no. she's not doing it as comedically as we are, and she's probably afraid to. And she was she afraid, and chops. she was probably having to be reminded to do it because it, it's yeah. Not we like need this for episode for the 29th. We they need this for Tuesday's episode. Could you just do some more touching? Also, one of the people she touches is Austin Mahone. He's which is someone before. we touched. First. A highlight of our touching. Touched his belt. Yeah, you almost touched his dick. I, I mean, pretty much did. Anyway. So and this thing is fucking such a ripoff. And you know, what makes me mad is that like, on top of that, which I would never criticize him for doing this, but no, during but, the Grammys, yeah. I saw two separate ad, ad yeah. campaigns in which Justin Timberlake was surprising people. <laughs> so I was like, and one of them felt very similar I the, the to one our, that I was just the like, MasterCard one. Yeah, it was our exact. Kevin was looking at the producer the way that he, anyway. I know, uh, it felt very. <laughs> um, but that to me, whatever, that's that's people You know, su- seeing... surprising has been happening. We didn't invent surprises. We didn't invite, invent surprising. <laughs> No, but I do. It is but interesting to me that it happened. Touching celebrities we on the red carpet. With a ding and a counter. And Juliana Rancic, who I have defended because she is a cancer survivor. Right. She, her little skinny, bony ass can suck my dick. Yeah. Seriously. I wanted to make a joke in the season calling her Juliana Ran- 
Juliana Rexic because I just think it's hilarious that her name is so close to that, which what she is. And I was like, no, and Sarah she's was a like, cancer no. survivor. Yeah. You know, like. And so can- she played her cancer card, which she's allowed to do because she has had it. And I tried to play my anorexic card, which I can do because I've had it. But yeah. cancer. And then I realized like, yeah, I haven't shitty. had cancer, but I've seen. But you've seen it. You've cancer. seen yeah. yeah. You and have I know been it, close to it. But my mom. She was. She didn't. Well, I don't know if she was in remission or whatever, but she didn't have like active cancer for like a year, like nine months maybe. She was good, right? And she didn't remain emaciated. She never really got no. It has chunky nothing again, to do. But, no, my mom with... wasn't chunky, but you know what I mean. Like, she wasn't. My mom wasn't like frail during so the times when she this. didn't have cancer. Like, I'm just naturally. No one is net. Like, I'm maybe but she wasn't always that thin. I'm sorry. Ju- but, like, yeah. I, I just have to say, I think she has a problem. But, she, so anyway. we defended her, but no more. No more. The gloves are off. I'm going to body shame you. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm going to make fun of your disease. It makes me so mad to see no. her not only do our bit, but just, like, not be funny about it. Because she isn't like, funny. It's just, and, you know, and it's it's it pisses me off because it, it our show was canceled, you know? And it's like, does that doesn't give you permission to just take... Like, to eat off our carcass. And here's another thing that makes me mad. Our show was canceled, and fuck that, because clearly we were doing something right. If fucking MasterCard is paying Justin Timberlake millions of dollars after seeing our thing, and being like, we should turn that into an ad campaign, because you know that's what happened. We've had an (laughs) impact. You know They didn't plan. That wasn't in the works for years. That, that, That is something that they shot literally after seeing our thing. No joke. I'm sure Absolutely. the MasterCard thing was inspired by that. Target thing was, I've seen it before, so I, I, yeah. I wasn't sure if well, that was. Well, I didn't was, see the Target one. I only saw the MasterCard one. But It's him, like, coming. They've done stuff, like, people have done stuff. But the, the, the MasterCard one, to me, was like, mm, I think I think what happened is MasterCard saw it, or maybe Justin was getting ready to do a commercial with them and, and wanted ideas, and he was, I loved doing that thing with Nikki and Sarah. How about we surprise some more people? Yeah. We're just totally fine. It was a fun and experience Justin, you for can him. do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. But, Inu, but, because it wasn't a ripoff of what we did. You know, mm-hmm. it was just a inspired by, which mm-hmm. I would love to inspire Justin any day of the week. Sure. But Inu's, it was a blatant ripoff, no credit, no, you know, and it's just, you know, obviously our, our ideas are money makers. Hello. And that's what it, 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 it all comes back to me being mad at MTV because I'm like, we were tastemakers. Yeah. We and, had good ideas. And you and just our staff blew had great it. ideas. Yeah. And we all did great work. And then to just take it, I mean, that is fucking blatant. I mean, there's no there's no defense. No. There's no defense for what they but did. But we just noticed that Juliana just was touching so many celebrities and we thought, you know, we'll just do a counter because it was yeah. just so apparent and that we'll she And we'll make a ding them. noise. Where would we have... We, that was just that a was coincidence. Original. Fuck you. And I know how TV works. <laughs> they all sat in a room and they watched our video yeah. and then said, do it like that. They so that not only did they, she did. Not only do they know what they did, but they don't think it's wrong. And no. that's what's so fucked up about and it. And there will they will not ever have to answer to it. I mean No, because I mean we could go and make We some both big tweeted stink. about it today. Scott, your boyfriend, tweeted about mm-hmm. it. Um it didn't get that much traction. Some people yes. were pissed off about it, but I thought, you know, this might you know, get someone you know, it might get picked up by the blogs, but no one cares. It might. It still might. No you one know, cares. Sometimes it takes a, a couple of days for stuff to bubble up. Yeah, like, that's true. I also think you know, it's uh, like when that guy was masturbating on the train, and I told the cop, and the cop just went in the train and was like, "Get out of here, man. That's it." 
There's, he's just going to go do it again. Feeling. He is a little bit of shame, but he's just going to do it, keep doing it. There's no, you, you don't, no fine to pay, no slap on the wrist. Yeah, I mean, and people Barely on Twitter, on the wrist. I love people's reactions on Twitter. Someone was like, well, you know, I guess Viacom probably owns that sound. The ding noise. And I'm like, first of all, you moron, who I'm sure you're a fan and I love you if you're listening to this. <laughs> first of all, Viacom does not own E. It's an NBC Universal network. And also, it's not about the ding being owned by Viacom. It's the creative idea that you took in our creative choices, which every single thing you see on TV in a comedy show is a creative choice. Every cut, every sound effect, Everything, every every prop, all of it. And so many people work so hard to make it special and original. And so for someone to take it is just, I mean, I've had things, you know, that I thought were ripped off from me before. Yeah. But it was always something like, oh, it's a tweet that was similar. You know, you yeah. can have a parallel thought. You know? Right. I've always been like, yeah, that wasn't really someone. That was just an, a coincidence. And this even I've, coincidence. I've read a tweet and then weeks later, like thought of something similar and then tweeted it and then gone back and be like, I feel like that was. Yeah, it, and then I find it, it and I'm like so embarrassed. And I write that person. And you forgot. Which yeah. There, but there, in this case, there's no there's no excuse. No. I mean, come on now. Because some, some little some little producer funny. No, it's some producer on that show that saw it and thought it would be uh, funny to put together. And maybe, you know, I don't know how much planning went into it, but either way, you suck. You suck. Yeah. And uh, now you are no longer part of my business plan. <laughs> I will not be working with E anytime soon. I have a meeting with them tomorrow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Honestly, if they were like, would you like uh, oh, $400 million, which is assume, I assume how much you get when you work at E. But, yeah. um, I think that was Chelsea Handler's initial yeah. deal. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but I just blame Ryan Seacrest. It's his fault. <laughs> I mean, he's a monster now. Um, but I so did. I stopped following Juliana Rancic on Instagram, so... You were following Someone did her? have to pay. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so there was there was repercussions to yeah. what happened. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what else? What's what number else? three and four? I didn't come up okay, with Okay, I just want to plug a documentary if you haven't seen it yet. Holy shit. I mean, it's seriously one of the craziest Wait, things I've ever Blackfish? seen in my life. I did watch Blackfish. Also crazy. Yeah. But nothing will ever compare to this. <laughs> the act of killing. I mean, no, the it's art. the act. It's the act of killing because they act. The art it. of killing is also very uh, powerful. The, <laughs> the act of it? killing, I don't want to say too much about it because you won't believe it. I can't believe it's real. It's on Netflix? I, yes. It's, um, it basically, I'll just give you, because they reveal this in the first, you know, few seconds of the movie. Okay. Um, these documentary filmmakers went to Indonesia um, to try and confront and interview these um, men who in the 60s, in 1965 and 1966 in Indonesia, I, I mean, I didn't know any of this. Um, uh, obviously, you all do because you're smart, but um, no, <laughs> I don't think many people know about yeah, this. Yeah, so. but just tell them. So, yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm going to go take a bathroom break. <laughs> um, and Google whatever it is yeah. you're talking about. So, um. Uh, in 1965, 1966, there was like a coup and, and there was a, a lot of upheaval. And in that process, um, a there was an extermination of like, they estimate, it was different numbers, but around a million people were murdered, executed. 
in in classic like uh, shitty style. It's like if you were they all they called them the exterminate. They called it like the extermination of the communists. But it was just like anyone that was Chinese or disagreed or you know it was like your classic like uh, situation like in Stalin in Russia you know or like whatever where it's like you looked at me wrong and now you're a communist and I'm gonna kill you. So it's just they just killed a bunch of people for mm. no reason and and it was carried out by paramilitary and gangs and these three gangsters they go to indonesia and the they were shocked these gangsters were like bragging about it like just describing how they'd done it like whatever and somehow somebody had an idea i don't know if it was the doc i can't remember how it came about but they convinced them to um reenact the killings and i i don't I can't explain. You have to watch it. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. It's in some, there were points where I'm like, am I watching a comedy? Like that was made, like are these actors? Who turned they- you on to this? How did you start watch this? Scott. And Scott, how did you find out about I it? I think it's nominated or did it win? Oh, did it already it was- win or is nominated? It's nominated for best doc- Two of your favorite. Oh yeah. Werner Herzog and, and Errol oh, okay. Morris. They, go, they found it and they produced it. They produced oh. it. <clears throat> gotcha. It is, Unbelievable! I can't stop thinking about it. I want to. I'm gonna watch it tonight. Is it like the kind of thing where I won't be able to sleep? And no, I was. <laughs> I, I was thinking when I started to watch it, like, okay, because I've been on a tear, a dark yeah. documentary tear. I okay. mean, I've been watching some really fucked up shit. So I, uh, you know, it's. I was thinking it was gonna be like a Holocaust documentary, you know, with pictures of dead mm-hmm. bodies and shit. Um, and it is extremely di- disturbing. But it, there's parts of it where it's almost, it's comical. I mean, I'm, you're laughing. You're like, these people are fucking insane. When did this happen? The The documentary was made in the past couple of years. Yeah. But uh, the, the killings happened in the 60s. So these it's like these old dudes like bragging about, I can't even, um, I can't even describe it. Well, how was Frozen? <laughs> you won't be able to sleep. <laughs> I still haven't seen that. I haven't seen a I lot of movie either, like movie great. theater movies lately. Well, I saw some. Anyway, goddamn. Okay. Um, God, what was I? Gonna that was my say talking about pee. It. Yeah. Um, that was your talking pee. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, th- blackfish. Oh yeah, man. That that was fucked up. It was moving. I on. was talking about um, where you got. Yeah. <laughs> I will never. Oh, this is what I'm I never going to see. When you were roll. talking, I realized I wanted to bring up this point yeah. before we started this. When we it was just you and I talking. Um, you told me about uh, what, this past weekend. Can you tell the story of what happened in the hotel lobby? Yes. Okay. So, so I go to so Sketchfest in San Francisco, and I don't have any close friends at the festival, and it's but it's a ton of comedians there. There's a lot of people I know, but I'm not friends with anyone. So I'm in that classic scenario of like, who the fuck am I going to eat with? And I'm having like heart attacks because I I don't want to be seen in the restaurant (laughs) by myself. And um, even though I love eating alone, I don't want to eat alone in front of eight comedian friends laughing two tables over. You know what I'm saying? It's just like not my scene. So I'm getting really... um, But I also had a lot of work to do. And there's only one restaurant in San Francisco. Right. Why (laughs) didn't... You know, I just didn't know where to go. Like, I've never been there. Totally. And And in that neighborhood, there is only, like, a couple... Yeah, yeah. I was in, like, the downtown, like, investment banking section. Yeah, financial district. Like, there was nothing interesting going on. I didn't even see the Golden Gate Bridge. Like, I, I was, like, I actually was too... I had too much work and then was, like, stuck in traffic for a couple hours because there was some pro-life rally. Um, <laughs> details you don't need. Um, so I, f- 
long I won't get into the details, but like I kind of had beaten myself up about how I, I had been a little antisocial and I did this like live podcast where I talked about it a little bit about my about what I just told y'all, like about my feelings about these festivals where you feel everyone's like, you know, it's like high school again, you know, and I don't like those scenarios. I like with, with, withdraw from that. And I got kind of teased by the other comedians and they were like, come on, it's not that big of a deal. You know, and then afterwards I was like, they're right. I belong here. I, these are my peers. And they kind of said that you feeling that way is narcissistic. Yeah, they told me I was a narcissist. Really nice thing to do. Um, So then I'm like, okay, uh, Sarah, come on. You know, I was just going to go to my hotel room and like order in. And like look in the mirror. And look in the mirror and cry. (laughs) Um, And and say you're so beautiful. Um, (laughs) And, um, but, uh, I don't know. I just was all ruffled up inside about it. And then, um. (laughs) <laughs> I go into the hotel lobby and there's another comedian in, in there who I had spent a few hours with the day before because we were on the same show and uh, I thought he was really nice and um, he, I said, what are you doing? And he said, I'm about to go eat dinner with a friend and I said, do you mind if I tag along? I mean, he doesn't live in San Francisco. Like, he's Wait, there can too. I just say that I've, I hooked up with this person? You've hooked up with this person. And I just told her that when she was telling me the story before, I was like, oh, yeah, I hooked up with him like many, many years ago when I first moved to L.A. Yeah. And she goes, I knew it. And yeah. say what you I, said. I said, I knew it because I could tell by the way he described you. Oh, Nikki, when she first came to L.A., she was so cute and so innocent. And I was like, did you because he was the oldest man i've ever been with and now oh. that makes me feel even grosser again i have to say this guy's really nice he really is really funny. nice but remains, uh, so a, remains a friend but he'll never hear that and if he does you know who you are I don't and care. this is he probably feels more awkward about it than i do um because it was an well, awkward you thing. offered him an out just get to it okay so i'm like <laughs> he's like so i'm going in with a friend and i'm like uh and i said do you and i was like Come on, girl, you can do this. And I was like, "Do you mind if I tag along?" Like, I I don't mean to invite myself, so brave but of you know, you. we're all here, and I'm starting to like explain. Like, I've been eating alone because I don't have any close friends here, and he he just goes like this, and I was like, you know, and I'm thinking, I mean, like, you know, it was like adrenaline rushing through my veins, like fix it, you know. <laughs> so I just said, uh. I was like, oh, is it a date? Like, I gave him an out, and he just went, and I just was like, okay, okay, no, 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 and I just, I literally ran away from him. I physically ran. I was like, I'm running away, and I went in the the elevator, and I burst out crying, went into my room. I texted you. I was like, hey. That is so, that's the worst. And I was like, I didn't even want to go out to eat. Of course not. But I did it because I had let people get in my head. And and you got rejected. And I got rejected. And I was like, by someone who could have easily been like, it's a date situation. Like, you gave him the out. He feel better. You know, and he could have said, because he's a socially awkward comedian. And that's what he said. I'm sorry. It's a business meeting, it's a date. Uh, you know what? It's an old friend of mine and we need to catch up. I'm so sorry. But he didn't say I'm sorry or like, you know, he looked at me like I was a fucking idiot. Like that was the look in his eyes. So like, sorry. Oh, God. Mm. Jesus Christ. So I got I got over it pretty quick. My yeah, as you should. He killed in front of a sold out crowd at the punchline. Right yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know why. We'll see. With, with what? 
when we meet again. And he's like, do you want to go to dinner? Which he never will ask. I can be like, like his shoulders got all hunched. I can see him doing it. He's like trying to be funny about it. It's so hot. Like, oh, I'm just wow. kidding. And I, I remember. Th- oh wow. Uh, no, and I remember thinking, does he think that I want to hook up with him or something? You know. And I was oh like, maybe God. he misread it. But I'm pretty no, sure I mentioned no. my boy. I'm almost positive that when we were talking the day before that I mentioned I had a boyfriend. And going so. to dinner when he's already mentioned going to dinner with a friend is not like, hey, can I hook up? Like, right? I was. In, I don't. I don't know. Anyway. I asked a girl on a plane. Um, there was this girl in the like uh, waiting area to get on a plane, and I saw her sweatshirt. And her sweatshirt was like really cute. It was just like this comfy, like cute sweatshirt. And I was like, I want to know where she got that. Like, I want that in my life. And so I kind of like was like, I'm gonna wait. I, hopefully, I'm like sitting near her. I got on the plane. I'm sitting right next to her, but she's like kind of like grumpy and like nappy. And so I was just like, <laughs> I'll let her sleep. So we both like slept. Mm-hmm. And then I got off the plane and I went to. Uh, oh no, we, we're okay. So we, I, we both woke up and we're like landing and we're like collecting our things to get ready. And I was like, I'm sorry, I have to ask you, like, where your sweatshirt is so cute. Where did you get that? And she was like, Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. I was like, it looks so warm. And she's like, it's not. Like, she was trying to really, she was doing exactly, I realized Vegas, I was, yeah, I was in trying, the, um, She doesn't want you to buy it. No, I was in the Tuscany episode of Seinfeld, where it's like, there's nothing available in Tuscany. <laughs> and he's like, nothing available? No, nothing. No, there's nothing, nothing available. And he's like, he doesn't even want to go to Tuscany, but then Jerry becomes obsessed yeah. with Tuscany. I'm like, where? And so I texted my roommate. I was like, I just asked a bitch where she got her sweatshirt, and she told me Vegas. Like, it was, like, above me. Like, I couldn't. And, like, the most, like, it was probably the, ga- the gap in Vegas, but she was just like, yeah. Vegas. Vegas. And Anya was like, um, that don't feel bad. That happens to me too. It happened two times last week. I t- complimented a girl's shoes and she, I asked her where she got them and she, they both said Paris. And I was like, well, we have different tastes in things. You're getting Paris and I'm getting Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> just Vegas. <laughs> you know, you don't answer just the city. That's, that's fucking rude. You say, it was a little boutique in Paris, and exactly. I'm so lucky that I found them. Like, because you know what I'm asking. I'm asking, can I buy them? And just to be like, Paris, you'll never be able and to I, go there. And I always say it in like a kind of apologetic way because I know it's a shitty. Like when I have something that I really love, I don't want anyone else to get I it. Never. I. Ne- but I, I always, never even thought that when someone asked me where'd you get that, I never even think they might buy it. That bitch and have it on. <laughs> I'll go there a little bit. If there's someone like in my life, but if there's just a random girl on the plane who's from some city I don't know, who doesn't live in Vegas, I'll tell her, I got at this Mm. so-and-so shop in Vegas. (laughs) Good luck finding it, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Just Vegas. Oh, I got it. Just like it's some, Mm. oh, like Madrid. Next time that happens, I'm going to be like, New York City, like while I'm in New York City, like say that. (laughs) New York City. You wouldn't, you it wouldn't get so it. It was so shitty. And then when I was like, it looks cozy, she's like, it's not. Like, she was really just being like, it's a piece of shit. Like, you don't even want to. I mean, you're don't not even good w- enough for it, but you also, yeah, you it's don't terrible. Want it. What a bitch. <laughs> oh, so, man. that's my Vegas story. Mm. I went to New Orleans. Ooh. For the first time. Before? Never been there. It's um, awesome, isn't it? It was. It was gorgeous. Like, just the scenery was so cool. But... I did like you know everyone that goes there is like you gotta get go get you know 
blue drinks on bourbon. Like, there's always, like, weird yeah, drinks, like, you know, skater yeah. bombs on bourbon. That is the dumbest shit to do when you go to New Orleans. Bourbon Street is a fucking nightmare. When I lived there, I never went on bourbon I'm sure Street. you didn't even go. Yeah, you, it's like the St. Louis there, Arch. I've never been there. there like, yeah. Wait, where? The St. Louis Arch. Like, I've never, I've been up in it only when tourists come. Like, I'll, like, go, yeah, yeah. you know, like, a family comes. I mean, it's fun sometimes. We but saw like, a guy, pu- like, in conversation, puke, finish conversation. Mm-hmm. That's New Orleans. Yeah. It was really bad. I went to a lot of strip clubs because I don't drink. And so we had to like get in some kind of alternate world. My boyfriend doesn't drink either. And so we went to strip clubs. clubs. It felt like I was on drugs in those places because they are on drugs probably. (laughs) And it's just like, have you been to strip clubs? Uh, No, I have no interest. It's like so like I've been in um, places that have like. Um, burlesque. Yeah, yeah, I've seen burlesque. Not the same, but I've no. seen burlesque. Yeah. Um, like artsy feminist burlesque. Um, <laughs> not the same. Uh, and I've yeah. seen, I've been in places that have like hot waitresses and things like that, you know, like borderline, you know, and I just, I have no interest. It does not. It's the saddest shit in the world. Ruby Tuesdays me. doesn't count. They well, do have some, they hire some pretty know, good looking broads, they but. Do. <laughs> no, I've never been to like a Hooters. Like I just, it oh, makes really? me so uncomfortable. Hooters. Like I can't. Because there's always families there and you're like, who the fuck would bring their kids? Yeah. To a hoot, like it just boggles and the sad wife is sitting there while her husband like flirts with a 17 year old. It doesn't make sense to me. It's crazy. But um, strip clubs, at first I was disgusted and then I was kind of like. I kind of, after we went to a couple, like, after the night out, I was like, I kind of feel like I just went and saw, like, Broadway. Like, I felt, like, <laughs> kind of, like, artsy, like, because I just yeah. saw a performance that, like, not everyone can do. Like, they they do amazing oh, yeah. feats no. of strength yeah. and dance. I rely on Beyonce for that type of so stuff. So sad. Mm. Yeah, I can't. It's too sad for me. It's It, it was. It was really weird. But I kind of enjoyed it. Just because mm-hmm. I... Because they, weren't them. I didn't know because I felt I felt like them a little bit. Like I felt like that they're doing kind of like sometimes I'm on stage and I'm like putting my pussy out there for the world in terms of just talking about it, and people are like boo and don't throw any money on. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it kind of feels the same way where you're yeah. like and and they must sometimes walk off stage being like. I got no dollar bills on that. Like, no one gave a shit. Like, I feel awful. And then sometimes they're showered in money and they're just, they're cleaning it up on their hands and knees. That's the saddest part when they're just like scooping it up like little girls after they hit a pinata or something. (laughs) It is, it's sad. Yeah, like you spilled a bunch of stuff. But they seem to be having so much fun and they're just like flirty and like, it's just. I'm sure there are some that enjoy it. No, I mean, I don't think they can fake it that much. I think there are some that are like having the time of their lives, but it's probably a very short amount of time and then it starts to go. Yeah. And just, we would sit next to these guys who would be like, I don't even like strip clubs. I'm just in here because my, you know, father-in-law wanted to come. And then they're just all they do is talk shit about every girl that walks up and <gasps> analyze her body to a t- like like worse oh, than the worst girl. That part of I, it. I, I didn't know. I didn't know they either. I thought guys were just like a hot girl, but they are disgust. It was disgusting. This one guy, I was so offended by. He was like buddies with us at first, and we were like getting the kick out of him, and then he just got really like disgusting, and I was just like, oh. And his his father in law was like in the bathroom for a while, so we started talking to this guy. And he was like talking about like my father in law is in there just talking to the bathroom attendant. He doesn't even want to be here. 
Father-in-law comes out, is so wasted, and had been getting a lap dance, was not stuck in the bathroom, had been getting a lap dance for hours or whatever, comes up, and I'm wearing a leopard, like a tight leopard sweater, which you shouldn't wear, I guess, in a strip club unless you want to be maybe thought you're, like... Um. And this guy, in there, guys who are drunk enough don't have any sense of what is for touch Touch. and what is not. You're not supposed to touch anyone in a strip club. Exactly. But just grab my boobs without hesitation. I'm sitting in one of the chairs next to my boyfriend talking to his son-in-law and just walks up so like catatonically drunk like but I was just I realized like wait, 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 what, what, just what grabbed, just was like hey sweetie and grabbed me and I was just like hey 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 hey, hey. and Chris my boyfriend was like about to like do you want me to do something and I'm like no he's so old and so drunk like d- don't let's Ugh. not make us like, who cares but I was like it, I was filled with rage when it happened and yeah. it's just like you're you're not safe being a girl in there. Like they they must no. get it's that. not a good place for. Oh, it's so terrible. Uh, a man stuck his finger in my butt. Oh my god! <laughs> um, I wanted to hear about this on the street, and I didn't know who it was because it was very. You fucking crowded. tweeted about this. I can't believe I, I, I saw it way too. Same late. level of ra- I mean rage. Like I was raging. I could tell down in your street. tweet. I I didn't read it until way later, or else I would have like was immediately so been like, "Are you okay?" Fucking mad. And I, my Wait, only tell me re- what happened. How so did it I'm, go down? I'm on like the corner of 40th and 6th and I'm just walking and I'm like trying to figure out which way to go. And, and, six, and okay. someone sticks their finger in my butt. I have jeans, shorts on with tights <gasps> underneath. And he just it like, it was on, I don't know if it was a finger or the whole hand, but it was like someone sticking there really quick, just like boonk. And then I like turn around and I don't know who it was because everyone was walking really fast <gasps> around me. And I just screamed into the air. and i walked on and i immediately was like i was my heart was right i was like oh my god you know just like fuck this town i'm so glad i'm leaving you know like yeah that doesn't um, make you move i mean because i I don't think that happens as much in la just to guess you know (laughs) but (coughs) i um i tweeted it and then like you know i'm tweeting like you know in a humorous way, I'm dealing it with the way I deal with everything. I'm, I laugh about it, or whatever. But yeah. I was legitimately mad, and like this fucking guy tweets at me, like that's dirty talk, like you know, or something. I don't know. He just tried to Shamed be funny you about kind of yeah. It was just sort of like he made it sexual, and I was like, what just happened wasn't sexual, like for me, you know, and probably not for that guy either. It was just like a it was power and, it was and a, harassment a weird fetish yeah and i was like assaulted yeah. i mean touching someone's body where they don't want to be touched you know is not okay and so i kind of got into it with this guy I ended up deleting all the tweets but i was just like oh because he kept being like the classic and this has happened to me a couple times lately where like i stand up for myself on twitter in some way about something in my life you know with a man harassing me or whatever and um, the response I get from some guys is like, you know, from whoever it is I'm mad at is like, um, gee, I thought you were a comedian. You oh. know, come on, have a sense of humor. Like, I'm just being funny, you know. Yeah. And it's like, no, there's a difference between what you're doing. That's when I block. Yeah, I block, I, you know. Yeah. Fucking, it's just, and then, I, then I'm mad, you know, and I oh obviously God, was taking out frustration on this Twitter person, but like, it was just like. You couldn't be more misdirected with your like humor right now. Like I, I and that's just to me was like you don't under like a, every girl response I was getting was like, "Ooh, 
that fucking sucks. Yeah. You know, fuck that guy. Every guy response, not every, but most of the guy responses I got were like trying to be funny. Like making a little clever quip about my butt or you know, and I'm like, what? what the fuck? Like I'm I'm mad about this and I'm No, yes, they've I got about if you it, tweet, yes, I'm a if comedian. you tweet, you have to you're gonna get fun your funny jokes back. They gotta top you, they gotta they yeah. gotta tag and it's like it. they're never funnier than no, what it's I did. never it's never because what Just I did wasn't it. even very funny, um, dude. Like chill. What would you have done had you found him or known who it was? I mean, my instinct like, would be I, to push them physically, yeah. Like, oh, you know, and be like, "Fuck you!" Like yeah, just push. Yeah. But I that would, you know, did people turn violent. and look when you screamed? Yeah, I think people were like, "What?" You know, no one knew. What you didn't happened. say anything. I just you went didn't explain yourself, and I walked oh away because I knew I couldn't tell who had done it, and I didn't want to like, you know, try to interrogate people, chase people down. Did you just put your finger in my butt? Oh what about my you? God. Because whoever awful. did it knew what they were doing, and they knew that they had to. Just My roommate got fingered on a train. Like, had a guy like just stick it up real quick, and she wait, was just stick like, it up where? Like she was wearing a dress, like ooh, like up where, the I middle. I don't know, like just up, yeah. you know. And she started feeling. She thought, but it for it wasn't. I don't think it was as quick. It was yeah. more slight. So at first she was Ew. like, maybe it's one's bag. Like you think uh, yeah. all this other. You know when you like there's a spider in your, your bed or something, and at first you're like, <laughs> like man, it's probably just like a, a little hair. feather or hair, yeah. <laughs> and then it's just is more, and you're like, that can't be a feather. And then you like, yeah. <laughs> that was, I think what it was yes. to her. And then yeah. she stopped the bus. She was just like, stop, stop. And the bus driver was like, I can't stop. And she's like, stop this fucking bus. And she like got off it. And yeah. I was like, you should have reported him. She knew who you it was, but she was like, you can't be in that space anymore. You have to get away. Yeah. It's just like, oof. boy, if that doesn't get you out of New York, like that's the perfect thing. Not the pro- like, but that is, yeah, it doesn't happen in LA uh, as no. frequently, I would think. No. Oh, I'm mm. sorry that happened to you. Yeah, that well. like, I mean, it was that and getting spit on. You have, yeah. you've had the gamut, girl. <laughs> I've had m- people have had so much worse than me. I yes. feel lucky. I'm like, oh, I've only been spit on and put guy's finger in my butt. I um, mean, think if you were like pulled into the bushes and what, like how? Well, I mean, it's, not even that. I mean, obviously I know, but that's like, the the, can you imagine? But like, I've heard a story. Who knows if it's true? Because now I can't remember who told me. But like, sure. a girl's sitting on the subway and she looks over and there's just a penis on her shoulder. <gasps> you know, shit like that. Like a bird, like yeah, her just pet like, bird. She's like, what's that? And it's a dick. <laughs> oh my god! You know. Well, I have a whole new bit right now about mm. how on the train they'll make announcements like a crowded train is no excuse for lewd or sexual. Con-. It's like I've never heard that. You've never heard the crowded train, well, have what, you guys? What train? It must be on the E. Oh, or I the haven't heard yeah. That. A wow. crowded train They're is no excuse to- for sexual harassment, but it's like. That that's sad that that has to even be an announcement to people. Like, oh yeah, that's not a good excuse. Is that gonna stop? Is that gonna stop the guy? Yeah, like he's, he's about to do it. And he's like, oh do it no, more. yeah, exactly. This is a thrill. It's like you know, he's ooh, like, I'm gonna do it on a really it's not allowed, but train. I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, is the best, fact I that I probably I'm should wait till it's empty. A perv an excuse? Is that I a good excuse? I don't get it. And that this is lesser of two evils. Um. Yeah. It's it's. Fucked. I've seen some dicks on trains. Yeah. But you just see them and then they are gone. But they, they don't yeah. like rest on my shoulder. I would fucking. Die. That's worse than like a rat. A I rat. Like- cr- I was walking down the street the other day and a rat c- came out of the garbage, 
two rats chasing each other, you know, and mm. so they're not paying attention. And they jumped over my boot. Crawl, both jumped over my boot as I was walking mid-step. And I was on the phone with my dad. And I was like, two rats just jumped over my boot. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah. I just like don't even. He's like, you yeah. are like a New York. Like one of those like dad things. Like my daughter's such a New Yorker. But I was just like, I just, that's it. Yeah, just two rats, rats don't bother me as much jumped over my fucking like, boot. Ugh. Um. I think if I if I looked over and a dick was on my shoulder, <sighs> I I know I wouldn't. I'd just get away and scream. I wish I would have the balls in that moment to grab the dick, and <laughs> yank it as hard, like h- try to hurt it, <gasps> yeah. twist it or something. <laughs> just like try to twist it off, like because I've never. I mean, I would never treat. I've yeah. never treated a dick like that well, before. I've always been, you know, the way you're supposed to. I mean, who knows if I'm doing it right? But I I, I, yeah. I, I assume I'm not causing pain. Sure. Um, but like just to but just, just free to license rip, to rip it, just Lorena oh Bobbit. Like what a guy in here? What would be the worst way I could handle a dick on my shoulder? Use your teeth and a blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to put it in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, what First, is, just start sucking it, but like kind of dry <laughs> and. Uh, just be like, ooh, it's tiny. No, I don't want to put it in my mouth. I'm not putting it in my mouth. That's gross. Yeah, but elbow what if it's it, just elbow it, elbow it, so you don't have to touch it. B- like up, balls, hit the ball. Oh yeah, get in the crotch. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Get but in the then crotch I would feel elbow. like they would become violent back, and you oh, know, no, do you don't whatever. want that. But if there's other people on the train, be like, get your cell phones out. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would be like, his dick was just on my shoulder. You're fucking. Di-. I think I would just. That's like, what scream I would do. That's so, that's what I do when I got spit on. You know, you just start screaming and telling everyone what happened, even though I don't even think anyone saw the dude spit on me. Yeah. I had to explain why there was spit all over me. Oh my god. <laughs> and why I was screaming. So. Uh, well, that was a great well. episode of the podcast. <laughs> I highly Thanks, recommend everyone. Beyonce's album. Um, for it's about getting a dick in another way. I, I can't wait to listen. The Rocket song? Rocket. And then what's the other Rocket one about getting... Get to waterfalls. What's the one about Rocket. getting eaten out? Uh, blow. See, I wouldn't um, think that would be about that. Well, it's... It's the twist on it. Yeah, it is. I mean, it it's... Oh, my God. It's so good. Um, All right. And then Rocket, I mean, the words in this song are just beyond. I mean, she, the some of the lines, I mean, there's a part where she's like, I mean, she's singing as if she's getting fucked. So that she she comes several times during the song. Like, you can hear it in the singing. It's fucking great. I like in Drunken Love when he's like, foreplay in the foyer, fucked up my war hole. Yeah. Slid your panties right to the side. Ain't got time to take your drawers off. Whoa. On sight. On site, and she's in the video. She's like, Mm-mm, "Don't got time." She's yeah. just like, "I'm getting like, fucked." Yeah, yeah. Like the face she makes in the video is so fucking funny. It's so good. Oh, oh man. All right. Uh, well, oh, I- oh, and mine, the, with Drake. That song okay. is so. Oh my god. Fuck I can't what wait. You heard your mind, your mind. Someone, I saw someone tweet something really funny. Like, um, you know, does Jay Z know about Beyonce and Drake? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, <laughs> um. But damn, there's so many good songs. What do you think about Taylor Swift to the Grammys? It was awesome until she started like uh, Dancing jerking in the front. her head back and oh, yeah. oh no, I'm sorry, her performance. Right, right, right. yeah. Okay. Until she started like jerking her head back and forth, like she was, um, I don't know, like riding a, a dick. Uh, well, she did. I just caught even. the very tail end. I was, um, I, I was coming back from the airport. Was great. So I, 
Um, did she do the whole thing where she like looks and starts crying like yes, she did at the it concert? It was obnoxious, but it worked. Yeah, I loved Lord's performance. I that didn't shit see was it. Cool. She like dipped her fingers. I'm in obsessed ink or with Lord. She right looked crazy. She was doing this weird dance, and I just remember everyone. I, I someone tweeted a perfect because I was like three hours behind, so I wasn't really like getting the right tweets at the right time. And someone said like Katy Perry's entire elaborate special ex performance was like. She was trying to do what Lord did. It's so funny. <laughs> Katy Perry, you know, her songs are so good, but her performances always kind of miss the mark. I don't she like goes, the new album. I, I like um, missed, Dark she, Horse. Dark, that's what she. I like Dark Horse, but the new album is not. Doing I didn't it for listen me. to the rest of There's it. There's a but song where she's trying to sing like Kesha, and it really pissed me off because I was like, "You're so much better than that." Well, I like Kesha. But Kesha's Kesha. Katy Perry's Katy Perry. Got it. I don't yeah. know. I, I think Katy Perry's in a transitional stage. Wait, what was that picture you tweeted where she was like a stick? <laughs> oh, you you were like, I'll pay $10,000. Because it was based on the whole Lena Dunham thing. Yeah, the and whole the Jezebel. Jezebel thing. Good God, that was stupid. So Jezebel um, offered like $10,000 for the original untouched photos of Lena yeah. Dunham's Vogue yeah, which were shoot. barely retouched. Yeah, I mean, and it was like... It was just I a pathetic it. attempt for publicity and like it just... It they was were, shitty of them. They were claiming that it was for uh, the conversation about what Van, what Vogue does to women's bodies, and right? It was but like it didn't even. Really but actually, it's it. like op, you, you like you're embar you embarrassed yourself. Yeah, like it you was fucked bad. up. You know. And then you tweeted, "Oh, I was like, I'll give. I want. I'll pay ten thousand dollars for anyone who has the other half of Katy Perry's torso <laughs> because in this GQ picture, her it looked waist. like it had been cut off. I mean, it looked like Juliana Rancic's neck was her yes torso. <laughs> It was crazy. Yeah, it looked weird. It didn't look normal. I was no. like, I want to see the original photo of that because that should. I mean, if we're gonna do that, do it to a photo that's like really been photoshopped. The like, thing is, with these retouching things, when people are like, "I wasn't retouched for this," it's like, but good lighting can blow you out enough that you can't see anything on your face. And makeup. And, and makeup. Any, it's all retouching. But also, read bossy pants. There's a whole part where she talks about touching up. She was like, you know, she's like. A little she 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 did a thing for bust and like you know she was like they're not gonna like re, re airbrush me to hell but she's like but they got rid of my like air armpit stubble you know like yeah. stuff that's like you know in my mind acceptable but yeah. you know why do we shave our armpits that's a good question it's because the man to keep us down it just like, looks better or does it we've been told it looks better why so do we shave we anything. Do. Because that's what we've been told to do. Yeah. Yeah. If it was up to my mom, I'd still have hairy legs. You have beautiful blonde hair. <laughs> don't don't shave those, Nikki. Don't. She cried when works. I shaved them in eighth grade. But that's not how it works. It's like, Mom, you never want me it to will, get If light. it's going to turn dark, it'll turn dark. It has nothing yeah. to do with whether or not you shaved it or not. Right. I know. That's the whole thing. Like, if you shave it, it's going to grow back dark. No. No. It's puberty that makes the dark I prove that come. every week when I shave my mustache. Yeah. Literally shave it. Yeah, do it, girls. I don't. Have it's just the man telling lucky. us you don't. No, I don't have any facial hair right oh, here. That's good. Lucky. I have one hair that grows out of a freckle. It's like no, we all. A, have that. It, when I pull it out, I mean, it is a hundred times longer. Ew, it's so fucking weird, and I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> like, if you ever see me going like this, it's probably something a lot of people see me do. It's because I'm feeling if it's like, I have seen you yet. do that, but I don't ever think... It's me trying to figure out if it's coming yet. I thought you it's had TMJ. dormant, and then when it comes out, I'm like, give me fucking tweezers now. <laughs> like, I will be... I would, like, go somewhere and buy a pair of tweezers if I think it's just <gasps> really? there. Really? I didn't know that. 
because I can't have it. I have to get it the You'll moment go I feel buy it. Tweezers, I love it. And then I get it, and it is. I'll so do that long. if I have like a sweet hangnail that I'm just like, oh, I just want to like get it. Then you know what? I'll like go buy like, <laughs> like I'll just be like, I just had one right now that I was like playing with, and I got to like take it off, and it just came off so clean. But sometimes they get. Sometimes you gotta bloody. wait, like you know. And now this is really gross. And this a will black be our swan last, This will be our last thought. Oh. <laughs> And this is really gross, and I'm deep. sorry, but I think this is a universal experience because I told Scott about it, and he was like, yeah, man. So <laughs> have you ever had a nosebleed? Okay. And then when it's all dried up and later, you go in there and you get that rock out. Yeah. You get that dry that rock with, like, out. boogers. Yeah, dry. I know, but with the bloody nose, it's brilliant. I really? Mean, like, but then don't you, like, open it up again and it starts No, you, well, that's what you got to wait. You gotta wait until it's all and it's all in there, and you know. I mean, I remember it was. It happened over Christmas break, and we were in uh, high altitude in Arizona, and I I must have had like a mini nosebleed in the middle of the night or something because I woke up and I was like, something's in there, <laughs> and I felt it a little bit, and I was like, oh, that is amazing, and I went back to sleep so that I could delay the pleasure. Oh, like you know when you wait to have a cigarette or something like yeah. that, like. I waited, so then when I got it, I mean, uh, it, like, I wanted it to get bigger, and it was like, I think about that yeah. bloody burger, like, once in a while now. This is like, some people are vomiting. No, um, I'll do that with hangnails if I get a good and I'm one. I'm like, oh, that was the best feeling. And if I can like, rip it out with my mouth, I can do, I know I can do it, but it won't be as pleasurable as if I get, like, a tweezer and, like, really, like, it to dissect it. I don't it mess and, with like, my hangnails. So oh, it's so good. <laughs> It is like oh. it, I've got a problem. Um, yeah, it's gross. That is gross, but I know that other. people I have a real good cliffhanger for our next episode of like a very disgusting thing that I think happens Who knows to every where girl. The next episode is going to be. Well, it's we well, have something planned for it. So let's okay. remember: it's a thing that happens when you go to the pee as a girl. Okay. And it involves cheap toilet paper. Oh, I if don't you can know figure it out, this. tweet at me. Okay. But um. It, it's. Uh, I've said it once, one time on stage, and it got like uh, girls came up to me later, like, "We agree, like, oh. it does happen." Okay, well, cheap toilet paper, going pee. Okay. Think about it. I have no idea. Do you just want me to say it now? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I kind of just want to say it now. Okay. So sometimes when you have cheap toilet paper and you go to the bathroom and you wipe, you'll create these little like joints. Oh yeah. Because it rolls up and they like fall on the ground. They look like little tiny like they doobies. Do. <laughs> Sometimes they'll just stay in there. Yeah, and you get like, them out. They'll be in your underwear. Later. Yeah, they'll be in your underwear like, like oh a, a tiny little Bob Marley was in your yes! It is. It's cheap toilet paper. I was like, could not imagine what you were about to say, but no. now that you pointed it so out, I totally know what you're talking about. If you ever want to smuggle like, joints up your pussy, just be like, it's just like a big roll of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> all wow, right. we really cliffhanger ruined. All. Okay, <laughs> uh, I think we've hit at least three of the things on my list, okay. including <laughs> bloody rocks in your nose. Oh, I'm glad uh, we did it. All right, all thanks right. to our audience for being here. Thanks for being patient, listeners. Yeah, yeah. thanks we again so for much. being loyal and patient. And sorry to everyone I told that the podcast was over. Now you know how much it meant to you. Yeah. Now, yeah, because you were so exactly. sad. That was a gift we gave I you. Seriously, told what's her name, Olivia. That's who I had a feeling she's gonna she, hear this, and she, she was she so, me, and she was like, "I'm furious." That girl can recite. She'll oh, she's be like, "Hear this." No, I know she will because she, we were sitting in the green room in Atlanta, and she was like, 
I told some like anecdote and she was like, oh yeah, you said that in episode 73. Uh, I think Andy Haynes was the guest. And she was like, I can look it up right now. Whoa. She was one episode off. Like she has it cataloged in her wow. brain. It was insane. Thank so, you, Olivia. Olivia, thank you for being so dedicated. And I'm really sorry I ruined your New Year's Eve when I told you it was not <laughs> happening anymore. She was seriously Ugh. bummed. All right. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.